Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, thank you for all the days of our lives. We're going to seek you in this holy place. We give you thanks and we give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Now, we've been sharing about the mega church. And today I want to go into the mega church. It's a supernatural church. Amen. A mega church is a supernatural church. It's actually something supernatural for a large number of people to gather in one place to listen to a fellow ordinary human being who is equally a sinner and fraught with mistakes and weaknesses do you see and listen to him every week I mean somebody's got to be I don't know what For that to happen, it's supernatural. Amen. Amen. So, to be a mega church, the supernatural mega church, that's the topic. Supernatural. The mega church is a supernatural thing. Yes. Supernatural. Amen. Amen. Now, in Matthew chapter 16, we see Jesus declaring his project. He says, And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, as, we, as you listen to this short message, uh, I just want you to know something. In Luke 11.52, the Bible says that knowledge is a key. Amen. Amen. Woe unto you, lawyers, you have taken away the key of knowledge. Amen. Amen. Knowledge is a key. Knowledge is a key. It's the only thing that is mentioned in the whole Bible that it's a key. Remember Jesus said, I will give you the keys of heaven. When he said, I will build this church. The next thing he said, I will give you keys. So after saying, I will build the church. Then he says, I will give you keys. The keys of heaven. 
So when he said, I will build my church, that was Matthew 16, 18. But then verse 19, then he says, I will give you keys to the kingdom of heaven. Obviously, the keys are supernatural keys. They are not metal keys. And they are keys to the kingdom of heaven or things that are concerning God. And those keys will help you to experience supernatural breakthroughs in this life. So, one of the greatest keys that any spiritual person can ever have is just knowledge. Knowledge is a key. I will give you the keys. Just knowing something changes human beings, changes them from animals. You know, one time, so, you know, sometimes we can behave like animals. One experienced landlord. He was refusing, he said, I will not rent my house. My house should stay empty. Because of the experiences he had, I mean, he had many houses. He said, because there are some people when you give them your house, excuse me to say, that's what he will say. You don't know which animals have been living in this house. Yes, that is what he, he would say. You don't know which animals have stayed in this house. And the whole house has changed like this. So sometimes we can behave as animals. But we gradually move away from animalization towards a supernatural state through knowledge. That's how come you are watching me now from wherever you are. There are people watching me in New Zealand, in Australia, in Fiji. In Papua New Guinea, the other end of the world, it's true knowledge. So knowledge is a key that sort of changes you. Maybe not supernatural, but near supernatural or above natural. Knowledge is this: I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. So. Church growth and having a mega church, which is the topic. I'm talking about mega church. If you want to talk, hear about something else, join another channel. This channel is talking about church. All right? You, you don't want to hear about it, go somewhere else, please. We are talking about church here. Oh, yes. I will build my church. I prefer to join Jesus in his project. He has only one project. And I'm standing by. I can see my master is doing something. He's frying eggs. At least I'll go and find some oil or salt or something to help the eggs to be fried. So if I see that my savior is trying to build his church, then I think I want to join him to build the church. But the point that I'm making is that a big church is something supernatural. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense 
for a large number of people to move from their houses to come to just listen to somebody every week that's how come a lot of churches are finished because after the pandemic people have analyzed but me why am I going out today is my only day to rest after during the pandemic we didn't go to church and we were okay yes so they've analyzed and say ah let me stay at home so without supernatural power nobody's going to come to your church there are churches which are thousands of members they've got just 300 people coming to church now on Sundays all over the world so it takes supernatural power for you to experience church working and today begins your supernatural power but let me show you two three keys three keys that will allow you to enter okay the supernatural growth key number one knowledge key number one is knowledge and it's the only thing that is mentioned as a key Luke 11:52. if you find another key in the Bible you please let me know but what I know now it's the only thing that has been mentioned a key is knowledge woe unto you lawyers you have taken away the key of knowledge knowledge is a key Amen. Amen. Knowledge will cause you to have great breakthroughs. So that's why perhaps the greatest gift of this ministry are these books that you see behind me. It's, 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 so, it's so critical. Now where people... Let's look at Jeremiah 3 verse 15. Jeremiah 3 verse 15. And what does it say? I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with stupidity and foolishness. No, which shall feed you with knowledge, knowledge and understanding, or knowledge that you can understand. And what's going to happen? What is going to be the effect of knowledge? And it shall come to pass when you be multiplied and increased so multiplication and increase comes through the knowledge that pastors is supposed to give to you that's why i say now members are going to start reacting that pastor you are not preaching well yes why is this church not growing because our pastor is not is not feeding us with knowledge and understanding you are not preaching like our father our father has preached and the church has grown because i've been preaching for so many years and the church has grown why come yours is not growing and you say you are a follower and a disciple hmm? people are going to start rebelling say, oh, we don't know or we, we, they will start writing to the convener say, we want you to change this man the man is too relaxed we are not seeing <laughs> the church growing as we need it to grow this man is too casual he's too relaxed 
So, watch out, Pastor. Your member is going to re- re- react very soon. Amen. Amen. And it shall come to pass. When ye be multiplied and increased. Listen, great blessings come through uh, knowledge. Knowledge, is it? It's like, that, that's why, you know, the Western world, eh, you know, they can spend billions to not to know something to see if they may know something to see if they may know something they don't know what do you think all these rockets are doing when a rocket goes when they went to the moon why why they go why why did they go to the moon do you have any idea what it costs for a rocket to go to the moon? Recently, they sent one to uh, Mars to, 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 to take a car and drive on Mars. And Mars, if you want to know what Mars is, you know, if you don't know the difference between planets and stars, you always think that a planet is a star. They look at that they are so far, so far that they become like stars. If you've ever seen Mars in the sky, I've seen Mars a number of times. It's, it's like a star. It's not, it's not bigger. It's not like the moon. The moon is much nearer and much smaller. And they, 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 they fly to the moon. They go and bring a rock. Come and put it there. Not to know what is in the rock. To see if they may know they may know because they know that if they ever know something that is important it will change everything wow. you know what one, one, one pastor was giving me a testimony the other day and I took note of it he said one day he heard me preaching and that's why I said that before I finish preaching God will give you something to know but it's the knowledge you have that will bring a breakthrough he said one day I was preaching and he heard me saying that whenever you are with a foreigner or somebody who doesn't speak your language or a language don't speak in that language in the presence of that person don't do that and in all our churches we don't we, the language our language is English if it's English or French if it's French your other language is for another occasion. But in church and where there are people, we don't speak like that. And the person is sitting there, you don't speak language like that. Because I saw it. It is rude to speak loudly in a foreign language where people don't understand what you are saying. What about if what you are saying means something? It means something is coming. And nobody knows what it is. So anyway, he said that uh, I think where he was working, some people from Europe came to work there for some reason. And everybody around would speak whatever the language was. And the white person would be sitting there, doesn't know what is going on. But he said that he remembered what I said and decided that he would not join them and would not speak 
in that language, whatever the language was. He said that the person took note of him. And when the people left or whatever, they called and said, we want you to come to Europe. It has nothing to do with whatever. They bought a ticket for him, flew him to Europe for, I, did, I think, he told me, he said, I have been a number of times. He said, the only reason, I'm not for any reason. These people, like, I was the only person who was speaking any language in front of them. And they, 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 will, they will relate with me. He said, that's the, and that's also, he said, they've been flying me in and out. He said, even now I'm supposed to have gone this year again. He said, so from a town in the middle of Ghana somewhere, he's been going about, based not on anything, but just knowledge. You hear, he said, don't do that. If you've ever been a foreigner anywhere before, you will understand it. When people are speaking, hey, what is happening? You know, you don't know what they are saying. They are laughing, they don't laugh in a funny way, and you feel uncomfortable. But you see, people don't be, you see, little little pieces of knowledge is what breaks the case and causes you to enter a realm. I'm, I'm, I can't say that I prospered because of the school that I've been to. Normal, normal life, normal, whatever will not let me see certain things. Oh, yes. Certain experiences that I've had is just by a glimpse into something. When I heard Yongi Cho's making a comment about something, I said, wow, that was it. I heard Bonki make a comment about something. And that was it. I just used that. It's not part of the textbooks. But it was a key that opened the door. So knowledge, knowledge changes things. So you see, you, 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 you are a pastor, or you are trying to do the work of God, or even your business, or whatever. Ah, you need some knowledge. Knowledge. Isaiah 48. Key number two to supernatural growth church growth is that what I'm talking about supernatural yes mega church is a supernatural thing S obeying instructions which is again related to knowledge because knowledge, all right, comes through instructions. But sometimes you are instructions which you don't understand. Isaiah 48, verse 17. That says the Lord, the Redeemer, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. Teacheth thee to profit. Which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Wow. Verse 18. Oh, that thou hast hearkened to my commandments. Huh? Oh, if you had listened to my commandments, you hear, do this. Do this. Don't do this. 
Do that. This is important. God has shown me the greatest commandment to pastors. If ever someone was going to give, I was ever going to give um, a piece of advice to a pastor, the Holy Spirit showed that to me recently. I've never given that advice to anybody yet. Yes, I'm yet to give that advice. But he has shown me the greatest advice to give to you. If I'm going to, I won't see you for 20 years and I have to give you one piece of advice. He showed me that piece of advice now. Yes. Because I've been looking for that. But I haven't shared with anybody and I'm, I'm not going to share with you. Yes. <laughs> he said, Oh, that thou had hearkened to my commandment. Then had thy peace been as a river. Had a lot of peace. And thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. Verse 19. Beautiful. Then thy seed or thy members. Hmm? Thy members is thy seed. Thy, thy fruit, thy church. Had been as the sand. Your members would have been plenty. And, and the offspring of thy bowels like the gravel thereof. Gravel and sand. That's how, how much the church will become. Wow. Eh? When you learn how to follow commandments and instructions. Gravel and sand. That's against the COVID spacing of your church. Look at how you have spaced the church. Since COVID ended, you have not joined the church back together. And you are taking pictures from angles to show to, as if there are members in the church. Hey. These deceptions are past. Hmm? I think I'm going to Zimbabwe because I think people don't want me to talk in a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's nobody in the church. You, 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 you are a pastor. 10 years, things are not working. And God is saying to you, you have thrown away the key of knowledge. Then he said, if you have hearkened to my commandments, your seed or your, your members would have become like gravel. Look at the scripture. Your seed, which is your church members, your followers, your disciples, would have been as the sand. And your offspring, which is your members, your, your followers, your disciples, those who attend, those who listen to you, would have been like gravel. Gravel. I mean, have you ever counted the gravel? You say you pick the gravel with your hand. Have you, have you counted it before? And he's saying that this is how it would have been if you had listened to commandments, which is in verse 18. Oh, I thought I was talking to my commandments. Which church has got and ministry has got such wonderful and many books. Church growth, church planting, double mega missionary church. Uh, uh, what? Mega church, shepherding, transform your pastoral ministry. But you see, people have the book, they're just scanning. And they say, Oh, I've read it. You scan and you read it. There is a different, that's why we have scanners. We have scanning. When your phone scans something, has the phone read it? Does the phone understand it? You 
are not serious. You are too relaxed. That is why this knowledge is not affecting you. Scanning something briefly. Scan, you just go through the pages. Look. Look at the prodigal son. Hmm? A man of suffering. A man without even pocket money. A man with no breakthrough. A man in great difficulty. When did his breakthrough come? When he started thinking. You are not meditating or thinking about the things that have been written. That is why the knowledge of it doesn't enter you. You think the prodigal son didn't know that his, his father has servants who are eating and drinking. He knew. But it was on the day that he started to think about it. And therefore the implications and the meaning of it. That is the day that his life changed. And that's the day that your life will change with all these books and all this knowledge that has given right to a worldwide ministry. Worldwide. Worldwide. With fruits in many places. It is, it is because of modesty that we don't even describe. We are, not, we are not allowed to describe our ministry in detail as what it really is. Out of modesty and out of carefulness. So you never hear the real description of the church or what the church really is. Yeah, at least not from me. Not from me. Oh, that thou hast hearkened to my commandments. Then thy seed would have been as the sun and the offspring of thy bowels as the gravel thereof. And what? His name should not have been cut off nor destroyed. From before me. The name of Jesus, even the name of ministry and the name of church work is being destroyed by people who are doing the church work and are not doing it well. He said that his name should not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. People have a bad impression of church work. So why are you going to church? Why are you a pastor? Or why you should do IT? You should do this, you should do that, you should do whatever. Well, why don't you do law? Okay, go, go and do your masters. Go and do this, do that, do that, all sorts of things. His name is being destroyed and cut off because you don't listen to commandments. You are doing something without following the book. Even the rocket, recently the man, another man sent a rocket. The rocket was, it is a rocket that they are sending to space, the biggest rocket ever built. But it was a test. Even that one, they are testing to see, to know. So they wanted it to go for a few minutes and then explode. Wow. Oh, yes. I mean, there's money to find out things. So it went out for about one and a half minutes into the air, and they were all clapping. And po, 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 po. The thing blew up, and the parts came to fall down into the water. That's all. And they are so happy. And they were all cheering and clapping, cheering and clapping, cheering and clapping. Somebody's got to be serious. People are after just a little bit of knowledge. And you see something written there. Shabby shepherding must go. You see pastors don't think about it. Or you see a book say gift of government. People don't think about it. For church. For church. I'm a medical doctor. I've been to medical school seven years. 
I studied all those and practiced medicine for more than 30 years. I'm telling you that ministry is higher and more difficult and complicated than medicine. I'm telling you. I mean, I thank God I didn't just do a, a diploma or this certificate in a business, what do you call it, from a school by the roadside. If I had done that, you would have been saying that oh, you haven't been to school. That's why you don't know much about knowledge. Knowledge or knowledges? At least by the grace. By the grace. I've been there. I've been there. Amen. Amen. I don't know if anybody is listening to me. But I'm telling you that you are not changing and you are not enjoying the greatness of the ministry because you are not thinking deeply about what is been. I'm standing here. I'm a medical doctor. I'm telling you and ministry is wilder and more difficult. Oh, that thou has hearkened to the commandments. People don't listen to instructions. People don't listen to instructions. And especially, people are not alert to pick up indirect instructions. What is an indirect instruction? You have to know when an instruction is being given to you. When I'm at home with my wife and I, and I say, I can't find my shirt. Do you see? You see, I am not saying that I can't find my shirt. I'm saying, help me to find my shirt. That is what I'm saying. That is actually what I'm saying. Help me to find my shirt. Or if I say, where are my shoes? Where are these shoes? It means, stop what you are doing. And help me to find my shoes. It's like, find my iPhone. Help me to find it now. So where you see that, oh, but he never said this. They never said, there are many things that are indirect instructions. How do you think a cow knows which way to go? How do you think a sheep knows which way to go? Huh? A sheep can never mature enough to know which way to go. There's nothing like a mature sheep. So he now, he now knows the way to go. Or oh, he now knows the way to the, to the north. He's mature. There's nothing like a mature sheep. Who can know what to do and where to go without being told what to do? There's nothing like that. I've matured. I'm a mature cow. I'm, I'm walking from Accra to Sokoto or Accra to Lagos. You gotta be somebody's gotta be crazy. A cow has gotta be crazy. But some of you think you are mature. You've matured out of instructions. You've matured. I'm a mature goat. Enjoy being made a kebab. Key number one to being becoming experiencing supernatural church growth is knowledge key number two is obeying instructions and commandments and key number three is prayer amen now prayer prayer introduces 
a supernatural dimension into everything. Luke chapter 3 and verse 21. And when all the people were baptized, it came to pass after that Jesus also being baptized and doing what? Relaxing. I say you are too relaxed. Huh? And what? Resting. You are too rested for this, for this ministry. Jesus being and praying and the heaven was opened. Amen. So heaven opened is supernatural. You see, you, this is where you don't have lecturers in the universities who have the heavens opening. See, that's the difference between a lecturer and a supernatural pastor. How many lecturers have heavens, uh, heavens opened? <laughs> and he was lecturing. When he got to chapter 4, the heavens opened. <laughs> somebody's got to be serious. Tell your neighbor, somebody's got to be serious. Which heaven is opening? And then the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape. You see, how many lecturers are lecturing on philosophy or French or linguistics? Or, or chemistry and the heavens opened and then the Holy Ghost descended you see so a pastor who doesn't pray is come with lecture notes and see the members are getting finished it would take something supernatural and a supernatural power to make every People gather. It's a supernatural event. That's why it's reported in the Bible. There's something that I wanted to I want to share about. It's called the multitudes ministry. The multitudes ministry. Yes. Yes. A ministry of multitudes. I mean, you don't just multitudes do not just gather. It that in itself is unusual. That's why it's reported. That's why it's reported. That's why people take pictures. Because it is unnatural and supernatural for multitudes to gather. And the Holy Ghost descended. After Jesus was praying. With a bodily shape like a dove. Most of us, if we see a dove or a bird, Hey, go away. Because it's a natural dove. You've never had a supernatural dove. And then a voice. How many lecturers will be lecturing? The as he's lecturing. Okay, so now this constant 2x minus 4 square root of 48 divided by 28 pi r squared is equal to what? Then a voice comes from heaven and says, this is my beloved son. (laughs) Somebody's got to be crazy. No voice is going to come when you are lecturing physics and chemistry. But for a supernatural person walking in supernatural power, hallelujah, there's who prays, there's going to be a supernatural introduction into your life. Knowledge will introduce supernatural things. Following instructions will introduce supernatural things. Prayer will make things supernatural. There must be something supernatural for you to see a certain type of a crowd. Oh, yes. That is why you see that somebody has a church of 3,000 members. The church has become 300. Then you realize that it looks like something has changed. 
And that's why sometimes if somebody starts a church and the church closes down, the church cannot continue, you also get the feeling that there seems to be the lack of the supernatural power to sustain it or to make it exist. Yeah. The growth of the thing reveals the presence of some unnatural or hidden power that is making it people arrive there. You cannot do this work just being there. You need to become prayerful. You need to be following clear instructions. When Jesus was praying in 2 Peter 1 verse 17 and 18, it says, For he received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. When Jesus was praying, the voice which came from heaven didn't just come as a voice, but he received honor and he received glory. A lot of pastors have no honor. The Bible says that the honor of a king is in the multitude of the people. The people, the presence of a lot of people is the honor of the king. So the absence of the people is there's a problem for the king. Yeah. It is the multitude of people that brings honor to the king. The multitude of the people brings honor to the pastor. Unless I'm not reading from the Bible. Yeah. It's the multitude of the people that brings honor to the pastor. So when there's a want of people, eh, there's a lack of people, lack of growth, it's to the destruction of the pastor and the destruction of the ministry. That's what the Bible says. But in the want of people, when the people are finished, it's the destruction of the pastor. So as you are standing there in a diminishing church, a church that is not working, it's a sign of the destruction of the ministry. I mean, it's a serious sign. COVID arrangement up till today. Pack the chairs, please. Pack the chairs. Buy more chairs. Fill the, Jesus said, my, my house will be filled. You are too relaxed to do a church. You are too relaxed. Every relaxed over relaxed person it's not a game. What did Jesus say in Matthew 16, 18? He says, I will build my church. And what? The gates of hell. I mean, you are looking at gates of hell. You are, plan- you are doing something directly against hell. Hell is not going to just sit down and accept it. There will be a reaction. There will be a reaction. One time I went for a crusade. I was speaking to a man of God. And he, he began to pray. And he said, Lord, we pray against every reaction. And immediately my mind went to say, wow, a reaction. It's like, because when you do something, there will be a reaction. If you attack Israel, there will be a reaction. If you kill one Israeli, they will come and kill some from your side. There's always a reaction. You are too relaxed. Yeah. Your church cannot work that way. And God wants to give a mega church. You know, one pastor was describing, you know, he had a member who was, uh, uh, I think he was a wizard. And then he got converted. So one day, he was giving a testimony. And he said, look, when he was in the occult or whatever it was they were doing, he said one day they were sent to a city. 
And he's a real person. He gave the testimony. They were sent to a city to scatter churches. So he went to this, city, this church. He just finished up the pastor. Then he went to another church. He scattered the church. The church, was, the church closed down. Then he came to the church that he was a member of. That he was giving the testimony. And when he came to the church. Do you know what happened? Oh, I don't think you are. I, I will tell, I will tell, I will tell some other people because shall we pray? Let us, let us pray. We've closed. Let's take our offering. <laughs> when he came to this church, right? After scattering at least two other churches, he saw over the church a canopy. A canopy. Do you know what the canopy was made of? A canopy of thorns. Thorns. Thick canopy of thorns over the whole church. So he couldn't. They couldn't enter. Yeah. In the realm of the spirit. Yeah. Because a spiritual thing. So when they couldn't enter through the canopy. They said that look. Since we cannot enter this church let us take the pastor who take on the pastor you are listening do you know what happened when they went for the pastor i'm going to zimbabwe <laughs> when they went to look for the pastor they saw the pastor was very far and high in the sky and he was unreachable Yes. He was way out of their coverage area. And they were not able to even get to where he was. He was very high. And they gave up. And this guy got saved later and came back later, some years later. And that's the testimony he was given. I will build my church and the gates of hell. It's what you are fighting is the gates of hell in this world. So may the Lord anoint you and bless you. Uh, joy. You, are, you say, well, but I'm not a pastor. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, 16 that every, that which every joint supply, every joint is supposed to supply members. Every joint is supposed to supply something. You can't just be a Christian and say, I'm there. I'm not supplying anything. So I brought my offering. We don't need just offering. God doesn't need look this week God didn't need you and he will need you next week every joint is supposed to supply something to make a church work so make sure that all of us are involved in this amazing church growth effort I will build my church as for me I would like to join Jesus in building the church and I know that his great grace will be upon us as he sees us. You know, oh, that thou had hearkened to my commandment. Your seed would have been like the sand. Your offspring would have been like the gravel. So much blessing will come to you when you decide to be part of something. It may not sound so reasonable, but it, it is the will of God. It will bring a blessing. On all of us. God bless those who came to Ghana in 1843. 
And all they did was to build the church. Today the churches are still there. Yes. Because that is what God is doing. I will build my church. Those are our fathers. And it's our turn in our day and our generation to also build the church. And God will bless us. One day we will all be gone. And when we are gone, also the contribution we made to build the church, it will carry on. Amen. Every standing. You may, you may have just joined in. I don't know where you are. On whichever channel or whichever way. But maybe you come in the evening later on. But I want you to pray about this message. Listen to it again because there are many things in this message for your life. God is changing your life. Lift your holy hand. Father, thank you for your mighty power that is released today in this amazing service. Send forth your Holy Spirit. Send forth the Spirit of God into every Christian. Let everyone that is here today listening and watching take up seriously the cross to serve you and to bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless Lord your church. Bless your children. Bless the work. Bless everyone who is part of this amazing work of the church. Thank you. Thank you. Balan Oshan Almazediri Lemonam Edireketes Talombe Paramando Taramando Paranda Tozomonde Talemendekele Imboramanasa Tasmalakatia Taramando Lama in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everyone said amen. amen. Take your phone and type, I am entering supernatural, the supernatural by the key of knowledge, commandments, obeying commandments, and prayer. I am entering the supernatural. Write it because I'm entering the supernatural. I'm entering supernatural church growth by the key of knowledge. The key of obeying commandments and the key of prayer. Amen. I am entering supernatural. Yeah, your life is changing. Oh, yes. Somebody listen to some little commandment, some little instruction, some little piece of advice, some little word somewhere. I am entering. I am entering. I am entering the supernatural by the key of knowledge, key of obeying commandments, and the key of prayer. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's no lecturer who hears a voice behind him saying this is my beloved son because you taught us Pythagoras theorem or you, you taught us Newton's laws of motion and somebody said this is my beloved son somebody's got to be crazy no I am entering I type it type take time to type all the sentence I am entering the supernatural by the key of knowledge the key of obeying commandments and the key of prayer every aspect of your life is going to in, include a supernatural element with these three keys. Every, every, every area of your life is going to change by these three keys. The, the, the key of knowledge. Uh, finding out if you can find out something. Spending time to see if you can know something new. Experimenting or, 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 or or spending money to find out if I could possibly know something that would change my life and my ministry. 
thank you, Father, for this great blessing. I'm entering the supernatural and I'm experiencing supernatural church growth by the key of knowledge, the key of obeying commandments, and the key of prayer. Tama, Paloda, Teribe, Kalamba, Tomende, Tibizili, Tashbanara, Prazande, Telido, Tekelede, Paladose Mendele, Mandole Mamashanda. Now lift your holy hands and give God thanks. Everyone, every pastor, every man of God listening, every new pastor, junior ministry, everyone who is a servant of the Lord, just lift your holy hands as you type these three keys. The key of knowledge, Luke 11:52. The key of obeying instructions, Isaiah 48, 17 to 19. And the key of prayer in the life of ministry of Jesus. Type it and post it right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter, Zoom. Put it out there and put it on your phone. You will remember these three beautiful keys for your life, for your ministry. The key of knowledge. Finding out if there's something you can find out. Finding out if maybe there's something I don't know. Somewhere. There's that money to be spent so that you can find out something. Time to be spent so that I can find out something. Meditate on something to see if you've missed something. Like the prodigal son, you are entering a new phase, uh, or a new breakthrough, a new level, a new realm. begins to operate in your life. Give him thanks. There is a supernatural element that is beginning to operate in your life, in your crisis, in your situation. As you focus on the word of God and as you give yourself to these three keys, the key of knowledge, the key of finding out if there is something that if you found out would make a difference, the key of obeying instructions, Hello. 
you place your hand on your heart give us a supernatural impartation and cause us to become supernatural children and let it be a supernatural element in everything Lord of our lives oh tell us something that we don't know give us some kind of instruction Lord oh we are instructionless in so many things if there's just maybe one comment or one word we pray that Lord we may have a comment or a word or an instruction or some saying something that will be useful and helpful thank you thank you for guiding us by the holy spirit in the mighty name of jesus christ we give you thanks lord and everyone said amen we want to give your life to jesus maybe you join this program uh, say this prayer with me say lord jesus come into my heart change my soul please change my life i offer myself to you and from today i want to be your servant and your child please write my name in the book of life in jesus name i pray amen if you if you pray this prayer it means you gave your life to christ so if you give your life to christ send a message on this number plus two three three five five zero six six nine six three zero send us a message and we will respond if they don't respond to you write to me try to contact me personally so that i can sack somebody from my outfit all right god bless you what a great blessing it is amen now i want you to take out your special offering supernatural offering i don't know if you were not here at the earlier part where i shared about the offering 
Ah, I want you to listen to that part. Yes, if you can just listen to the offering part, it's just about five minutes. It's a very important message. I don't think I can give that whole message again. But what I want you to know is that whatever you are giving is your spending on inducing a blessing, which we need. Yes, we need it because the money that we are earning is basically when you analyze your life, you are eating, drinking, and living. Yes, eating, living, and drinking. Every job is like that. Every job. So when somebody wakes up and says, after so many years, I don't have this, I don't have this, it is also a lack of knowledge of realities in the world. Because after so many years, everybody has nothing. Yes. Unless a blessing be starts to work somewhere, it always amounts to zero. That's why inheritance from a father is a very great blessing. Because it's like, it's not from your work, but it's just given to you on top of your existence yes so may you may you receive inheritance one day in jesus name amen take your offering and let's pray father everyone who is giving today uh you have the the way to give right on the screen there just put your phone on it and um use the qr code right on your screen and a blessing is going to come to you Father, thank you for blessing everyone who is giving today. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for touching. Multiply the seeds that are sown across the world. And let every dollar, every CD, every pound, any currency anywhere that is being given, let it multiply the church and cause your church to be established and blessed. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Take your Holy Communion. Amen. Father, thank you for the body of Jesus Christ. May you receive healing from even the slightest form of dizziness, skin rashes, pains, joint pains, diabetes, hypertension, asthma, sickle cell disease, epilepsy, mental illness depression schizophrenia hospital admission pregnancy problems bleeding disorders leukemias cancers other undiagnosed ailments pains and other strange autoimmune diseases things that cause death and bring premature death may there be healing through the body of jesus christ as we receive this holy bread for there is healing and there is power in this bread and in this miracle holy communion let all forms of infertility and barrenness be cured every sickness of a child be cured every also be healed thank you thank you the body of Jesus Christ. i
the cup of blessing. May you have a great blessing as you partake of the holy cup. At home, wherever you are, let the blessing that is in this cup of blessing, written in holy scriptures, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? Let this be the blood of Christ to you at home, and may you receive a cup full of blessings. In Jesus' name, a cup of blessings. Lift your hands for your blessing. who participate in the building of the church receive the blessing of Jesus the blessing where Jesus said I will build my church and the gates of hell will not as you join in with Jesus to build his church and to build the church May the blessing and the strength that Jesus has to build the church become your blessing and your strength. May the finances and the wealth with which Jesus will build the church become your wealth and your blessing. I bless all my children, all my pastors. I bless all the pastors of this church and all associates and all aids and all loved ones and all those who are affiliated and all those who are part of this spiritual family the lord bless you the lord show you favor in your work the lord cause the work of your hand to increase and multiply may you become a thousand and thousands of thousands the Lord bless you with the blessing of Jacob as he multiplied him and he came, multiplied heads and flocks. And the Lord bless you as he blessed Abraham, uh, who became a father of nations. And the Lord bless you to see your seed, uh, your fruits become like the sand of the sea and the gravels of the earth. The Lord remember you. The Lord answer your prayer. Whatever has been a source of sorrow, a source of concern, a source of pain, Lord, take that pain away and take that sorrow away. In the name of Jesus Christ, you shall live long and prosper. You are crossing 70 with ease. The grace of the Lord be with you. The Lord make his face shine on you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember... 
God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.